Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, welcome to Menopause Matters, the podcast. I am John Andrus, your host, and I have today with me Jill Angie. Jill is, let me read this off so I don't get it wrong. Jill Angie is a fat running coach who helps women over 40 start running safely and confidently. She is also the author of several books on running, has a podcast on running, and is my personal running coach. So while I actually have the same certification as Jill does in this area, I rely on Jill's advice to keep me running safely and happily and creating the community that keeps my runners in my life. So I'm super excited to have Jill to talk with us today. Hello, Jill. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a great time, a great pleasure to have you with me. So today we could talk about all kinds of things, running um, crazy relay races in the, through the woods in the middle of the night, running in Alaska. <laughs> There's all kinds of things we could talk about. But I, today I want to ask you just one question. I want to know your best tip for helping for a woman to start an exercise program, whether it's running or walking or weightlifting or cycling or spinning or whatever, when she's in these menopausal years, which may have her feeling kind of icky or uh, uncomfortable in her body, and just getting out there and starting. So let's talk about that. Okay. So I think that. Um... One of the biggest mistakes that new exercisers make when they start any routine is thinking that they have to do all the things and be perfect at it. And so my number one tip for anybody getting started is let go of perfection, start small, right? And just let, first of all, let yourself suck at it. (laughs) (laughs) Which may be a lifelong thing since I apparently still suck at running. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But, but honestly, like when you give yourself permission to do something and not be great at it and still do it, it's really powerful, right? Like, first of all, it helps you build up that habit of consistency And we don't get better at things just by doing them one time. We get better at things by practicing them over and over and over again. And so when you allow yourself to suck at something, (laughs) give yourself permission to keep coming back and doing it over and over again, even if like, it seems like you should be better at it by now, you are building the habit of consistency. 
and consistency breeds confidence. It helps you shift your identity. It like everything kind of spreads from there. So honestly, that is like the best piece of advice that I could give to anybody starting whatever the exercise program is, is just start small and allow yourself to suck at it. (laughs) And I'm going to add one thing to that. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. And do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out there and do it. You know, I used to teach a class in beginning running and you're right. The whole thing was do the thing several times a week and just do as much as you can without killing yourself. And with running in particular, I always said, stay within your breathing. So yeah, just always be able to breathe because <laughs> breathing is a really good thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah. awesome thing. But so the consistency really was the big thing and it builds confidence and it mm-hmm. builds the ability to say to yourself, yes, I'm doing something for me. I'm doing something that's getting me better. So Jill, yeah. how long have you been running? I have been a runner. Uh, I started actually deliberately running on purpose. <laughs> I mean, because I was theirs. right. Well, I was when I was in high school, I was on the tennis team and they would always make us run and and I absolutely hated it. But I don't know, 1997. So I was probably I just was it 97? I don't know. I was like in late 20s, early 30s, and uh, and I was like, all right. I'm going to start running because I need to lose weight, right? The the classic, <laughs> the classic Obviously reason. The, yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I was not, I mean, I would lose 10 pounds and gain 10 pounds. And, you know, we all know the story, but I wasn't really successful in losing weight and keeping it off, but I did really fall in love with running. And so it's been 25 years. Wow. And um, yeah, and I think it's, Running has changed for me over the years. And of course, as I hit menopause and as I age, how I show up for my running is changing. It's I'm still, you know, I'm still running. I'm still loving it. But I've made some modifications as I've gotten older to um, to make sure that I can continue to run for the next 20 years. Yeah. So, yes, I I was going to say I want to just kind of make one point here, and that is that you teach a very gentle method of running, which is interval running. Mm -hmm. And can you say a little bit about how interval running works? Yeah. So it's basically you run some and then you walk some, but it's not, a lot of people think that means you run until you're exhausted and then you walk until you feel better and then you start running again and then you run until you're exhausted. And I actually teach it differently I teach it so that you're you're running for very specific periods of time. And it might be 30 seconds, it might be a minute, it might be two minutes, um, depends on the person. And then you walk for a specific period of time and you actually just kind of like repeat, you go back and forth between that run and that walk. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that is to make sure that you're not tiring yourself, completely tiring yourself out on the run interval because then you've got, you know, then you're able to kind of walk quickly on the recovery and, um, and be ready to run again. And so it's interesting because it actually makes people, a lot of people faster, (laughs) which it sounds so counterintuitive, but almost every single one of my clients that has come to me and said, you know, I can run a 5k without stopping and I can't get any faster. And I say, well, let's just try these intervals. And lo and behold, they're shaving two minutes off their time, three minutes off their time. So 
it really is kind of magical. And especially if you're a woman over 40, especially if you're, you know, experiencing menopausal symptoms, if you maybe you're you're starting to experience arthritis, obviously arthritis in your joints, which I have in all of my joints at this point. It's it's delightful. The run walk method is gentle, but also effective. And it's an amazing workout. And yeah, it's I like that's kind of how that's one of the shifts that I've made as I've, you know, kind of past the age of 40, I started doing intervals all the time. And I think that's what has allowed me to continue running and, you know, not have problems with my knees and and all of that. That's wonderful. I think a lot of what we're talking about here is making sure that your exercise falls within where you are and simply takes you forward a little bit at a time consistently. Yeah. Exactly. That is super advice. I think it's super advice for anyone. And Jill, tell people where they can find you and what you might be offering right now that is super for women who want to get started in this kind of run walk program. Yeah. So you can find me um, at on Instagram at not your average runner on Facebook at not your average runner. You can find my podcast wherever podcasts are distributed. And it's called the Not Your Average Runner Podcast. (laughs) I'm super clever like that. Um, And then my website is simply notyouraveragerunner.com. And I do actually have a like a free kind of starter guide, a run, I call it a running start guide. And I think the, I think the website for that is not your average runner.com <laughs> slash running start. <laughs> um, I probably should know that by heart, but also if you go to my website, not your average runner.com, there should also be a link right there as well. Thank you so much yeah. for being here today and get out there and keep running. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.